Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's story is called Esther Part 2. And this comes from Esther chapter 2 verses 19 through chapter 4 verse 14. In order to respect each family's ages and stages of life, I have adapted some of this. Please go back and read the scripture referenced, discussing with your family as is appropriate. Last week, we ended with Esther becoming King Xerxes' new queen. We will continue our story here. Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. Remember, he adopted Esther and loved her dearly. He tried his best to be as close to her as possible. So there he sat on the outside, watching the birds flutter to and fro, while Esther stayed on the inside. She kept her promise to Mordecai and had not told anyone about her family or who her people were. Now two of the king's officers guarded the doorway. They stood stiff and serious with their sharp spears. One day, while Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, he overheard these two officers become angry at the king. So angry that they began to make plans to kill King Xerxes. Mordecai told Queen Esther about their plan and who do you think Queen Esther told? The king. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me, King Xerxes. Someone I know, um, named Mordecai, well... He heard two officers plotting evil, and, well, it's actually a plan to kill you. The report was investigated, and of course it was found to be true. The two officers who had planned this were punished. Mordecai and Queen Esther had kindly saved the king. Life continued on in the kingdom. One day, King Xerxes decided to honor a man named Haman. Now remember him, because boy, is he cruel, and he plays a big role in our story. Haman puffed out his chest and happily received this new rank that was higher than all the important men. Wow! Wow! 
all the royal officers at the king's gate would have to bow down and kneel before Haman, because this was what the king had ordered. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. Another bow. Why, thank you. I, I, oh, and you're bowing as well. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. I do deserve it. Everyone was obeying this order. Everyone except Mordecai. He would not bow down. He would not kneel. No, sir. Absolutely not. Why don't you obey the king's command? The royal officers asked Mordecai. They said this to him every day. And when he did not listen to them, they scurried off, tattletelling to Haman. They wanted to see if Haman would accept Mordecai's behavior, because Mordecai had told them that he was a Jew. How do you think Haman felt when he heard this news? Angry. Yes, very angry. He had been told the people of Mordecai were Jewish, and he thought of himself as too important to try to destroy only Mordecai. Haman was so filled with pride and evil that he looked for a way to destroy all of Mordecai's people, the Jews, in all of Xerxes' kingdom. Isn't that sad? It doesn't sound like Haman knows God at all. Haman began putting his terrible plan into action. First stop was a chat with King Xerxes. King, there is a certain group of people in all the areas of your kingdom and they keep themselves separate. Their customs are different from those of all the other people, and they do not obey the king's laws. <laughs> I know, unbelievable. It would be better if they did not live here with us. If it pleases the king, let an order be given to destroy those people. Why, I'm even happy to help pay 375 tons of silver to those who do the king's business. King Xerxes drummed his fingers upon the table as he thought. Then he slid his special ring off and gave it to Haman, telling him, the money and the people are yours. Do with them as you please. So, they wrote out all of Haman's orders to destroy all of the Jews and take all of their things. A copy of the order was to be given out as a law in every area so everyone would know about it. When Mordecai heard this news, he was so upset that he tore his clothes and put on scratchy cloth and ashes to show his sadness. 
He went out into the city crying loudly, but he could only go as far as the king's gate. He wasn't the only one saddened by this terrible news. All over, a great sadness and loud crying could be heard among the Jews. Esther heard of Mordecai's sadness and was very upset, so she sent clothes for him to change into, but he would not wear them. Please go and check on Mordecai for me. I'm worried about him. I don't know what upsets him so. Off went the servant to do as Esther asked. Psst! Hey! Mordecai slowly turned towards the servant, his face stained with tears. Esther is concerned for you. What's going on? Mordecai unrolled a paper, which showed the order to destroy the Jews. He sighed. Oh, this, this is what's terrible. Please, give this copy to Esther. She must know. She must do something. Tell her to go to the king and beg for mercy and plead with him for her people. The servant took the paper from Mordecai, carefully rolled it up, and carried it back to Esther. Oh, good! You've returned. What did you learn? What's going on? She couldn't get the words out fast enough. The servant handed her the order and reported everything Mordecai had said. Esther's hand covered her mouth. (gasps) She was shocked. This was bad news. She stammered, you, mu- you, must, uh, you must tell Mordecai. I mean, everyone knows this. No man or woman may go to the king without his permission. You have to be called by the king, and if anyone breaks this law, they will be destroyed. Unless the king holds out his gold scepter, that person may live, and I haven't been called to to go to the king for 30 days. I'd be breaking the law. Esther's message was given to Mordecai. After hearing it, Mordecai stared intently at the ground before he began speaking. Please tell her I said this. Just because you live in the king's palace, Don't think that out of all the Jews, you alone will escape. You might keep quiet at this time, then someone else will help and save the Jews. But then, you and your father's family will all perish, and who knows, you may have been chosen queen just for a time such as this. The servant nodded his head, and off he went to deliver the message to Esther. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. Tell me the name of the queen in our story.
Ashton. Yes. Remember, Mordecai didn't want Esther to talk about her family. Well, it was because she was Jewish, and unfortunately, some of the people in the king's land did not like Jewish people very much. Who was the man who was so horrible that he convinced King Xerxes to get rid of them? I'll give you options. Was it John? No. Owen? No. Haman? Yes. Yes. Now, Queen Esther is faced with a very hard decision. Does she speak up and protect her people? Or stay quiet? Hopefully, you haven't had as serious a decision as Queen Esther. But have you had a time where choosing to do the right thing was not popular or it was even kind of scary? Share it out loud. I'll wait. Telling the truth. Thanks for sharing. Maybe some of you said something like, speaking up for a kid being teased. You decided not to join in the teasing and instead did the right thing, telling them to stop or getting the teacher. Maybe you said you did the right thing by picking up trash or returning the shopping cart to the right place. If no one is clapping for you or giving you trophies for doing those right things, do you still think God sees those good works you do? Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's not always easy to do the right thing. But right is always right, even if no one else is doing it. And we can remember, God is with us. You'll never be alone. He knows the decisions you will face. He cares for you and made you exactly how you're supposed to be. Queen Esther has an important decision to make. And we will have them in our lives, too. But just like her, perhaps you and I were made for just a time as this. Well, that is it for our story today. I'm on the edge of my seat. What is going to happen next? You'll have to tune into next week's episode to find out. Thanks again for listening. And... As always, bye for now.